Hey, it's been a while. Uh, I'm just recording this on my phone because I don't really want to be all intense about it. It's funny how this channel works. I go through these moments where I try really hard and I, I mean well, but then I try too hard and I make too many videos. Not too many, but I just get a little ahead of myself where the basic intention I had for starting this channel in the first place was to just share how I feel. And if I have nothing to share, then I'm not going to. And that's why I haven't posted in six months, at least six months, something like that. But yeah, I've been uh, all over the place. I mean, lately I haven't even been wanting to answer that question. How have you been? That's my cat, by the way, coming through. Um, yeah, I haven't really been even wanting to answer the question, how have you been, because it takes you out of the present moment. I mean, as cliche as that sounds, like, uh, if I was to spend this video recapping the last six months, uh, it's just it'd be a waste. The most important thing, uh, the most valid thing to explain how I've been is who I am right now. That's how I've been. That's what happened. Six months took place, and here I am. A completely new person um, and a lot happened uh, my grandmother passed away uh, six months ago like I was making videos during that time and I think uh, yeah that that always changes me like when a big loss and change happens it uh, it sends me off not to mention uh, the winter was dark and by dark, I literally just mean where I live. The, the days become like six hours long or whatever. Like, it feels like the sun's only there for a second. And you're lacking vitamin D and your circadian rhythm's off and you're just feeling lethargic. And yeah, I experienced a lot of that. But yeah, I would say <clears throat> for me, the most transformational, transformative thing that I've been like practicing is mindfulness which is something that I talked about a lot I talked about meditation I've talked about uh, recognizing who you really are and seeing through the ego and living through you know not living in your head all the time and thinking and thinking and labeling and judging and criticizing I've talked about these things but for me the most potent thing teaching, practice, lesson, whatever you want to call it, I have learned lately is just be mindful right now. And what comes with that is something called insight, clarity, uh, a lesson, uh, a perspective, whatever you want to call it. Uh, when you just focus on your breath, Focus on your body, focus on what you're listening to, focus on whatever you can in the present moment. I prefer the breath because it's nothing grounds me more than just focusing on my breathing. And what comes with that, for me, in order to shine light on ego, on the mind, on what's really going on in there, uh, that light is presence. If you could shine the light of presence Nothing else can do it. You can't think your way out of this. It's a matter of anchoring your consciousness in the present moment. 
And I'm not going to take credit for any of these teachings, by the way. I've been listening to just a bunch of people. I can't even begin to list the names. But uh, one of my favorites right now is a guy named Thich Nhat Hanh. I'm not going to even try to spell it. Um, look up the miracle of mindfulness and it'll come up. But uh, yeah, he's a Vietnamese Buddhist master, Zen, whatever. Um, and I think he just has such a brilliant way of explaining or, or just presenting the concept of mindfulness. And it's interesting how uh, a lot of his teachings that I've heard, right when I hear them, I'm like, yeah, that's something that you would, that's a conclusion you would make having having spent time in the present moment like that's the insight it's so cool it's so cool i can't begin to explain and and i hope that i make more videos talking about all this because uh i'm honestly so overjoyed that i just feel like i want to talk and share and uh express how i feel but yeah uh it's 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 brilliant like because I've meditated, of course I've meditated. I've done the, the Joe Dispenza for a long time, and I occasionally still do. But I would say my, my current meditation practice is 100% mindfulness. It's just focused on mindfulness. Uh, and I, I'm trying to think of how I can explain the difference between mindfulness and Joe Dispenza. Because it's all the same. It's all it's, it's all roads lead to the same place. It seems, but I sit there and I go into my meditation, and I say I go into my. Med what does that even mean? I just sit there and breathe. I don't even think that I'm meditating. It's it's it. You're trying to get beyond even the thought of let's try and meditate, uh, because there's always a part of you that's that's operating from the realm of the mind let's try to meditate let's sit and discipline ourselves let's keep our back straight let's just sit <laughs> that's what i tell myself just sit and so i do that i just sit and i start breathing and the thing that Thich Nhat han talks about he he just has this very soothing way of 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 uh explaining the simple mantra of breathing in, I know that I'm breathing in, breathing out, I know that I'm breathing out, and I'll just do that a couple times, and then I'll attach something to it, like on my in-breath, I'll say, it feels really good to be alive, and then on my out-breath, and I don't say it out loud, I just kind of mentally, sort of, I say it mentally, uh, and on my out-breath, I go, ah. And I'll just enjoy the breath. I'll breathe in and I'll say, I'm in the present moment. I breathe out and I say, this moment is awesome. This moment is full. Um, and I do that a bunch of times. But then, like, with that energy, that light of presence, you start to hear the little voices in your head. Even the little voice of, like, wow, we're doing it. We're doing good. This is great. That little voice of, like, prideful like oh yeah I'm, I'm this big shot i'm meditating uh there's a little voice that's like you shouldn't be doing this there's more important things to do there's a little voice thinking about what food you're gonna eat what worries you have what 
work you have to do today, what needs to get done, uh, a lot of things. There's little voices in your head that are judging others that are like pretty much anything that that pretty much anything that takes you out of the present moment, separates yourself from everybody else. Uh, yeah, like tries to validate its individuality. That is ego. Ego in a nutshell. But nothing really dissolves it. Not dissolves it, but nothing really exposes it. I think the exposure itself is what dissolves the ego. But nothing exposes the ego more than presence. And just that simple presence. Because even during the Joe Dispenza meditations, I think uh, I was operating in the realm of the mind in the sense that like, or I was, I was operating from the mind in the sense that I would chunk out a time, one hour a day, that's my Joe Dispenza meditation, and then I would go off and I would do whatever, you know? Uh, my cat is meowing up a storm. I'm gonna go get him. <clears throat> so yeah, I would, I would chunk that time for Joe to spend some meditation, and then that would be my time. Every other second of every day was spent in the mind. It's not to say I didn't get benefits from the Joe Dispenza meditation, but I think what mindfulness has done for me is it has has taught me that I can be in a state of meditation, a state of mindfulness or whatever, at any moment of any day. And it doesn't mean that there's no value in sitting in silence. I still do that. I still discipline myself to do that, even if I don't want to. But... But what's any what what's what's the use what's the point in um saying to yourself and i mean like you don't actually say this but you basically are beating around the bush to this point i'm gonna chunk some time to be present and then for the rest of my day i'm not gonna be present because i got more important things to do what's more important than living your life uh Thich Nhat Hanh talks about it in such a simple way like so many people are washing the dishes so that they can get done washing the dishes. They don't want to wash them. They just want to move on to the next point. Or walking up the stairs is a means to an end. Rather than every moment along the way being an end. When, I, uh, when I've taken psychedelics in my life, I think that's like what it does. And basically like every moment like I'm going to pick up a glass of water or I'm opening a door like every second every nanosecond is an experience and I don't think we need to take drugs to do that not that I think psychedelics are bad I think they're very valuable but uh I think I think we have this in us this energy of presence this energy of mindfulness available to us where we don't have to take a substance that eventually wears off and blah, 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 blah. We can experience every moment. I mean, I'm not there, obviously. I'm still in my head all the time, but it's so brilliant that I'm beginning to notice those little voices, like how much I judge people, how much I judge myself, and how I view myself, what I consider to be myself, like my body, my talents, my... Uh, where I've been, what I say I'm going to go do, and what I own, and all these things. That's, a lot of the times, that's what we consider as ourselves, and we don't even realize the subtleties of that. They're so, uh, like, embedded 
that we have trouble distinguishing. And, and that's what I mean by the light of, of presence. It sort of shines a light on the, that dark, eerie place of the mind so you can finally see what's real and what is just a thought, just an, uh, uh, just a, just an idea, you know? So yeah, I've been, you know, I, I'll sit on my deck and the trees are waving in the wind and I can hear the birds and the grass is green and the breeze is going and it's like, I'm just, just infatuated with life. And I sort of realized like all, uh, this was basically dead to me. Like if I'm in my mind, all of that stuff is dead to me. I'm just, I'm passing right through. I'm not even realizing how brilliant and magic, magical uh, this existence is. Not to mention deep space. Not to mention just the vastness of our own bodies at the molecular level. Like, th 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 this world is insane. It's crazy. It truly is a trip. And, uh... And yeah, like, I don't know, I just started to realize that more and more. But, I mean, so I want to get down to, like, brass tacks. What is going to help us through our suffering? To me, I really do believe that that is the energy of mindfulness. I think, for me also, it's my connection to God, uh... And it's so weird. It's so funny using that, that word. I always think like, oh, maybe people are turned off by that word, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I have, here's, okay, here's another voice or uh, a, a little tiny like inner child, inner person that uh, the energy of mindfulness has exposed for me is that anytime I feel something uncomfortable or a negative emotion, I always think, like my first instinct reaction is to run away from it, is to do whatever I can to stop it. Can I do the Wim Hof? Can I do a cold shower? Can I go for a run? Can I do this? Can I do that? What can I do to make it feel better? Instead of, instead of being present with the emotion, you know? Oh, there's Gherkin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, now I'll sit in my meditation. I This morning, actually, I was meditating and I felt extremely stressed. Like, I think I thought of two things and they clashed and I was like, oh my God, I have so much going on. And I got overwhelmed really, really quickly. Um, and so I was, I was still doing the breathing and I was present and I started to realize that the, there's a huge part of me that is constantly like, like problem solver, like, oh, there's a problem. I'm ready to solve it. Let's solve it instead of just being there. And I think that's what it needs. I think our, our, our stress, our fears, whatever insecurities, I think they need some airtime. They need to release rather than us constantly pushing them down or moving on or uh, I, I don't know. I think most people, at least my idea of healing was, uh, you know, what can we do to get rid of this problem rather than 
just going through it. And I love the way that Thich Nhat Hanh explains his suffering as like, as, as if it's a person, you're inviting him in for tea, like you're not rejecting, like, oh, happiness, you can come in, joy, you can, you can enter, uh, anger, you stay at the door, you're not allowed in, uh, you know, sorrow, whatever, depression, you're not allowed in, uh, instead of being like, welcome, wel welcome them in just like you welcome anything else, and then you're not swayed by the good and bad, you're no longer on that scale, you're, you've transcended the constant, you know, human inclination to run away from pain and chase pleasure. And so when you invite anger in and you sit him down, you say, well, for me, it was stress. You sit stress down. You say, hey, stress. I, you breathe in. You say, I recognize you. I see you. You breathe out and you say, I smile to you. And then, and then you just like lightly smile with your eyes closed meditating you might feel silly you might feel weird but but yeah you just do that and yeah there's something like it, it's, it's it just feels like a true healing like a real a real moment of like you're nurturing yourself i don't know it's beautiful and so that's been a big thing for me. It's interesting. Today alone, I've had maybe three, three of those moments where I felt like I was deeply suffering. Just my mind thought of something, thought of the right combination of things, and it became stress or it became sadness or it became mostly overwhelm. Um, and, and I had to just let it be, let it happen, let it occur, let it express itself. And I think that that's where a lot of like, when I think of my teeth grinding at night that I, that I had really bad a couple years ago or a year ago, I can't remember. Um, I think, yeah, that was a moment where that thing didn't get to be expressed, didn't get to be heard. Uh, it, it didn't have that energy of mindfulness. It was shoved down. And so it forced a physical outlet, which was, uh, for me, grinding my teeth at night. And for some people, it's sickness. For others, it's self-sabotage in their actions, you know. So, yeah, needless to say, uh, I'm doing really good. It's not to say I'm not suffering, but I certainly feel, I feel like I don't, uh, I don't, hate my suffering anymore I don't suffer because I suffer I'm, I'm not feeling bad about feeling bad you know I'm not constantly running anymore you know it's nice so anyways that's all I wanted to talk about the miracle of mindfulness and just how brilliant brilliantly it's been working for me and uh, I hope this video helps you in any way so hopefully I'll see you when I see you. Later.